Hello everyone, and welcome to CView Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareko. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are honored, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to see you. And today we have Conversations with Area by Channeler Stephanie Messenger. We are so proud to present Area by Channeler Stephanie Messenger in a manner similar to those of Esther Hicks with Abraham or Lee Carroll with Crian. Stephanie will channel loving messages from Aria. Aria is a loving being from the fifth dimensional realm. She is Arcturian. The average Arcturian life lives to be about 400 years of age according to the Earth calendar. The Arcturians are honored to help those on our planet to raise our vibration into a more loving and helpful species. And sometimes, as we were talking, Stephanie and I, before the show, for us it's very difficult to understand the language of the universe of spirit. And especially in these days that we all have felt some density, some miscommunication, some messages from spirit that you are sure they mean this only to find in a couple of days or hours. Well, no, they actually meant the opposite. So with all of this confusion and these times of opening and letting go and what so, we are so happy to have you here, Stephanie, so you can help us out and let us have us some clarity with the help of Aria. And Thank you for being here. Welcome. Well, thank you for inviting me today. And uh, Well, I'm Stephanie Massengale, for those that are new or maybe have not heard the show before. And I have been doing channeling for about nine years at this point, give or take. And I've been doing psychic work for probably close to 11 years. And I had had a near-death experience uh, that was due to celiac back in 2006. And shortly after that time, I... Uh, had had some experiences that led to me doing this kind of work, and so it's been it's been a lot of fun and 
right now we're really in a time of tremendous change on the planet, and we, we definitely are in it, and I feel like at this point people are beginning to realize that there's a lot more going on than meets the eye. So it's been interesting. It surely has. And Stephanie just recently relocated to Chapel Hill in North Carolina where she's going to be seeing clients and receiving um, readings, um, people that need readings. And if you do need that, please go to her website, www.intuitivewisdomtoday.com and just write to Stephanie and she will give you a time and schedule for her events. So, Stephanie, we're here, and we are talking about Aria and that you channel her and how she is now coming to help callers in answering those questions. So, could you let us know what type of questions she likes or if they can be of any type? What is it that could be useful for callers waiting to speak with you? So when they want to ask a question from Aria, it's really important that you ask a question and not give a long story because a lot of times people feel like you need the entire backstory and they'll talk sometimes two or three minutes trying to explain the whole story before they get to the question. So she kind of likes it if they give a really short description of the issue and then ask the question so that uh, it gives other callers more time and things like that. And she would rather you ask the question and then you sort of dissect the question and maybe have a follow-up question than, than if you, you know, spend all the time on the story part of it. That's, that's, she'll put you in the hot seat for that, very similar to how Esther Hicks <laughs> and Abraham will work. She will do that. Uh, and, and, you know, the last time that you were here, people commented how good you are in channeling these energies and, and how good Aria is also in explaining so whenever you're ready, if you don't think there's anything we need to speak about before you bring um, Aria, and can you let us know how is it that you bring her, that you tell her, okay, it's time, it's, did she just jump in, how does it work? All right, so um, for, for people maybe that are new to channeling or they don't understand channeling, there's you can be a conscious channel or you can be an unconscious channel. And so I'm basically more of a conscious channel as in that I'm aware of what's happening when I uh, merge with Aria's energy and she brings through uh, the messages or she's talking through me, right? But I'm aware of what's happening. Now, Edgar Casey was an unconscious channel, so he had no knowledge of what would happen. They would wake up, he'd wake up, and they'd play back tapes of his recordings. He had no memory of it at all. So that's different types of channeling. And so um, uh, for me, I get in state very fast. Quickly, So I, I just usually will say, I already set space before the radio show, so I already did that prior to save time. And then I'll just say, I intend Aria, and she'll come in and she'll say hello and do a little bit of her own little introduction. And then at the end, I usually say, she'll say, and now I bid you a fond farewell, she'll say that. And then I'll say reunion, and I'll count one to eight, and then I have three children and one grandson, and I'll say I'll say Matthew, Andrew, William, and Ian. And that's just a way for me to bring my spirit fully back and present in my body as her spirit leaves, kind of. That's how okay. that works. All right, okay, so cool. I feel like today we'll just go ahead and get into the questions and stuff, so let me go ahead and bring her in and see what she has to say. And is, are you ready? Yes. All right, so I intend Aria.
Society of the Octarian Protectorate and also the Council of Twelve. How are you doing, Claudia, dear? Oh, I am doing so good and so happy to have you here. Especially well, I'm glad. To that's, yeah, there's a lot been going on, you know, a lot happening in yeah. my realm and a lot happening in your realm. So we have lots of different areas we can go over today and talk about different sorts of things and ways to help with this transitional phase on your planet because we're really in we're in high gear kind of now you know from now through in january of 2020 is where everything will increase uh, challenges will increase that sort of thing so it's a great time to have a show like this where people can have some some guidance on suggestions of things they can do you know things they can try out Aria, that was something that I was wondering is we are feeling all these changes, but did you say that you also feel those, all the changes? Is that part of the oneness? Uh, are I experiencing changes as well, is what you're asking? Uh-huh. You and Yes, you absolutely. Both. So I, I, I'm from a species that does stasis. Mm-hmm. So stasis is kind of like bears that hibernate. So I've been doing a lot more stasis between events where Stephanie hasn't had as much contact. I used to do daily contact with Stephanie, but because of all the changes happening, we haven't been doing that as much. I've been doing these like mini naps or sort of thing so that I can really be in top performance for all of you when when it's needed, right? And And it all has to do with collective consciousness. It's your collective consciousness on this call today that led you to finding Aria in the first place for those callers that are getting ready to talk to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, Stephanie recently had a bunch of college students had come to a live event that she did here in Chapel Hill, and the professor now invited her to the class, and she's going to go, and Aria is going to answer questions and for the class, or the college class. How how much fun will that be, you know? But that's yeah. the collective consciousness aspect, that those college students really want to know those answers. So 26 young people get to hear all sorts of information about mediumship and channeling. So that'll be a lot of fun, you know? So that's kind of how it works. It's happening for everybody, and it's happening on other planets, too. It's not just happening here. It's happening on Venus. It's happening on uh, you know, Uranus, every planet you've got, Saturn, all of them. You know, It's happening throughout the universe. There's changes. It's the time that we're in, right? It's a very important time. Now, to help the humans make a better adjustment phase, there's a part in the universe we call the null. In my species, we call it the null, N-U-L-L. It it's, uh, makes you think of zero, right, or, or nothing mm-hmm. happening, right? So it, it's, an, it's a space where everything's sort of held kind of like a stasis for, for the humans to give them a chance to catch up because the changes are happening so quickly, right, that a lot of people aren't able to hold on. So just recently the Earth literally got into a part of the universe that we call the null, where, where, where you'll have more time to make decisions, sort of. You have to make more of them, right? But you, it'll feel like you have more time to make those decisions, if that makes sense. Hmm. So that's a positive and, thing. And and also it might feel that while you're in that null, that things are not happening as fast as you want it, correct? No. Sometimes people will say, well, nothing, nothing in my life is changing. I've done everything. I've done all the work, but everything's exactly the same. You know, a lot of people are saying that, but at the same time, the same, but I don't have enough time to do the things I have to do. (laughs) So it's this weird dichotomy that's happening because everyone feels this, this feeling of it should have happened already. There's this energy of why hasn't it been more of an awakening or why haven't we had the event? You know, in metaphysical communities, a lot of people like to talk about this event, right? 
Uh, some people call it the solar flash. Uh, if, you, if people follow David Wilcock mm-hmm. or Corey Good, a lot of them call it the, a burst from the sun that could be released, that sort of thing. Um, so there's this feeling that people feel like they're on the edge of a cliff, but they haven't fallen in yet. So there's that feeling. And to me, that feeling of, of or being in the middle of a hurricane, you know how the storms are all around you, but it's calm in the middle. Mm-hmm. So we, right now we've tried to put Earth in, in where you're kind of in the null, sort of shadowed by it to sort of help give you some balance, sort of like if you're on a rocky ocean and you want to try to balance the boat a little. That's this space in the universe that we call the null. So it's going to be interesting. I'm very looking forward to your questions today, see, see where we're going to go. I have no idea where we're going to go, so it'll be fun. <laughs> it will be fun. So let's start with Karen. So she's going to be talking to you, and she has a couple of questions and follow-up that she needs. Okay? All right. Hi, Aria. Hello, can Karen. You hear me? Where, where, yeah. where, I can hear you just fine. Where are you from, dear? I am from Oak Island, North Carolina. And That's actually, one of my I favorite spots. Oh, I love it there. I, you, I had a reading with Stephanie a couple of years ago when we were thinking about moving, and I had never heard of this place. And I went back to my notes, and it was on there. I had ah, no idea excellent. when we moved. Yes. Have you, have you <laughs> gone out to the point? Have you gone out to the point? Yes. Yes. We love we the have. point. That's one of my favorite spots. It the energy is, the is very clear. Yeah. The point is, if you, for it those is, of you, so for those of you that are listening, if you want to go to a beautiful place where the energy is very clear and pure and has very little human imprint. On Oak Island, there's a little place called The Point. You can Google it and even see a little video of it. And it's beautiful energy. It's where the ocean meets the intercoastal waterway. And there's a big stretch of beach there, bigger than football fields, that you can go walk on. And the energy is very mm-hmm. pure and very clean. Isn't it pretty there, Karen? It's beautiful. I love it's it. It's beautiful. I keep telling uh, Claudia to come visit me. <laughs> well, she'll have to go see yeah. it now that I've given it the sales pitch, you know. Right. And I also wanted to mention that right before you, um, Stephanie merged, I just got this influx of chills and almost cried. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. But anyway, um, part of my question is about my move here um, from a spiritual reason. I've, I've 2018 had a lot of challenges, but I feel like I'm with our yard and the energy of, a, of Mother Earth here and trying to fix some things. And I just don't want to get into too much, but is there any insight? Am I on the right path with that in terms of the right balance of forging ahead and yet waiting for things to unfold kind of a thing? Uh, uh, all right. So how long have you been at the island? How long have you been there? Uh, about a year. All right. And and what's your intention for being there? Why why did you choose this lovely spot? Right, actually, they chose you. Uh, the Oak Island's very picky about who it lets in, by the way. I've always been drawn to the ocean, and I'm working a lot with water energy right now. Um, So it was a calling. (laughs) Well, it's definitely a calling. I would agree that it's a calling. And and it feels more or less like you're on the right path, but your your intentions feel a little wobbly to me. So what is your intention, sweetheart? What do you want to create now that you're there? Uh, Harmony and balance with this community, Uh, the community. The town leaders are a little bit behind the energy of the island and a lot of the the people here, and so I want to. I guess I want to help raise their vibration to the heart chakra a little bit more, and so that All I've right. never said that out loud. <laughs> I don't even know well, I didn't do that before today. <laughs> 
but but a lot of times you have to meet people where they are, where they're at, you know, uh, and then sort of go up with them, you know, if that makes sense. Kind of try to meet people where they're at. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, now another reason that you're there. Would you like to know another reason that you're there? Yes, please. Yes. All right. So there's a huge nuclear plant not very far from there. It's in Southport. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the energies there, it's really important to keep those energies balanced. And uh, just this recent time here, this last month or two, they, every two years they change out the uh, coils in those plants. They're doing that right now, actually. And that's always sort of a challenging time when they're doing that. I don't know if you knew about that or not, but they're in the processes of doing that. Um, And so part of that is to hold that energy steady. You've got a nice energy about you that you can help hold things steady, right? So that's part of why you're there, too, is to help keep that energy nice and level when they're doing things like that, you know. So sometimes we're doing work that we don't even know we're doing. Isn't that interesting? Mm Mm-hmm. Does that sound like mm-hmm. an interesting calling in a way, too? Right? Because right. that's an interesting kind of energy that when you're running a nuclear energy plant and you're changing out those rods and you're taking out, you know, uranium or whatever it is that they're removing, right? And you've got to keep that mm-hmm. energy level when you're doing all of that. And so you're there partially to help keep those energies nice and level and balanced for that experience. Wow. That's another reason that you're there. But the heart chakra, that's very important because you can... It's sort of uh, contagious in a way, right? If you're coming from your heart chakra and you meet someone that's not, then maybe they'll see that you are and, it, and they're sort of like, oh, maybe I could try that, you know? Okay. That and I'm, I just, yeah, and the tag on that, just I recently learned of a technique called the lifeline technique and it's just drawn me in and I'm beginning to learn that and I'm wondering if that is also part of the reason why I'm here and, and how that ties in. Uh, I'm not familiar with that one in particular, but energetically it feels very pure. I like it. The energy feels very nice, very pure. So that does feel in alignment. Some of the people that you're meeting that way is really great. Now you sort of snuck it in there at the end of the question, really, which was you mentioned that maybe sort of channeling or something. What did you mean by that? I don't remember saying that, if I did. I, I think I said how it ties in. How it, I meant to say how it ties in with my intention of being here. So tell me more about your own level of abilities, sweetheart. What, what do you do with those? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm very intuitive. And yes, you are. Kind You're of incredibly intuitive. My, my gut, and I always have had a jump on what needs to be done before it needs to be done. So I have to rein myself back a little bit. Yeah, you're a little bit of a go-getter. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Uh, I've been a Reiki master teacher, but I really haven't used it on people so much as the earth. And also what I do with my nonprofit that I formed, which helps animals, dogs and cats here get emergency vet care. Oh, that's lovely. I love that. and so then, so uh, you're right yeah. on track. You're doing great. You're right on track. Now, there's some energies out there for you when you're doing a Reiki the next time and running those energies. There's a signature that's all your own, right? Uh, every being has a signature that's all their own, right? Stephanie calls mm-hmm. her clarity energy. She's very good at helping people get 
clear if they're confused about something. She's very good at helping them understand clarity, and sometimes she'll just hold their hands for a couple of minutes, and she'll give them this transference of clarity so that they can see clearly, right? So you mm-hmm. yourself have, everybody has this, everybody, they don't know it. Everyone has their own specific signature or gift of something that they can do in a healing way, in a healing hands format, right? So mm-hmm. homework for you, are you up to homework? I I am, but when you said that, I almost kind of have a, an idea of what mine is, maybe. Well, tell me then. <laughs> tell me. What do you feel like it is? Well, Claudia used this uh, for me in a show I did with her as a, as a catalyst for change, and I feel like I am motivational to get people to take steps forward. So you're a bit of a change maker then? Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. So I would say that the energy that you run for people helps get them if they're stuck in the mud, so to speak, right? They're going to move right. after they've met you. They're not going to stay stuck in the mud anymore, right? So, so think of a title God. for that. Think of something, change maker, whatever you want to call it. And then when you have sessions with people, say, oh, by the way, when you get a session from me, this is how your life might unfold differently after you've met me, right? Isn't okay. that a wonderful gift to have to share with others? Yes, it is. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And it'll be really good with teenagers, too, if you ever come across teenagers. Sometimes some of them can get despondent and things like that and feel like life is over, you know, it's never going to change. Mm -hmm. And then they meet you and they're like, oh, they get hopeful again. Like, okay, maybe life will change. Did I get all your questions? Mm -hmm. Did we we hit them all? Yes. Yes, I think so. Thank you. Well, well, stay in touch, and if you ever can get over here for live events, you know, Stephanie holds them here on average about once a month. She's got two different locations. She does it in Burlington right now, and she does it here in Chapel Hill. In okay. Carver. All right. That would be great. Bye. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Karen. Okay, so I'm going to need to go to the point. Good to know. Yes, <laughs> you're going to have to go check out the point. I love it there. It's beautiful. Yeah, Ask Stephanie later to tell you the directions, how to get there. It's quite lovely. You'll love it. I will. So, um, Aria, you were talking about each one of us have a different signature energy. Yes. Do we need to know what that is to take advantage of that, or is it shown to us? Uh, It can be revealed, I feel like, is a good way. And some people do it as as part of their day job, and they know it, like um, an artist that paints, you know, with finger paints, and she knows that she has to have her fingers in the paint. You know, that's the way. But she's actually imparting that signature into the artwork, and that's why we all love it. But it's a specific Mm -hmm. uh, idea or concept that she's actually transmuting to the people, you know. know, uh, and, and, And different beings have different ones, and... The closest English equivalent is what that is, right? You know, uh, some mm-hmm. people are really good at, um, you know, like they 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 they're like matchmakers in a way. You know, they they get the two people that need to meet each other. They're the person that introduces them. You know, some people are really good at that. Mm-hmm. But everyone has a different way of doing it. They just have to be in touch enough with themselves to get to that. If if you're caught up in chaos sometimes then it gets muted or you just don't use it it's like a gift you have you just don't use oh thank you for that that. makes sense Mm -hmm. okay so we are going to go now with donna and we're going to bring her to the show all right hi um aria this is donna um how are you 
I'm doing great. Where are you from, Miss Donna? Um, I'm from uh, Santa Barbara, California. Oh, you're all the way on the other side of the of the ocean over there, <laughs> by the Pacific. <laughs> I am. You're not too yeah. far. Are you having oh. a nice, lovely morning so far? Oh, I'm going out whale watching on a boat with my sister and her grandkids. So that should be well, a lot of fun. Well, you know, if you call, if you call them telepathically, they'll come to the boat. Oh, okay, I'll do that. So send out the thoughts, say, I'm here, and I'd love to see you if you could show up. You know, Stephanie went dolphin oh. watching, and there was a little girl on the boat, and, and she said to the little girl, do you want me to call the dolphins? And a school of 12 dolphins showed up, you know. So it does oh. work. Said, Attention. If they're around, they'll show up. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Thank you. Excellent. Um, but what question I, have you got? Yeah, um, about um, two and a half weeks ago, I was sitting in my daily meditation, which I do every morning for 30 minutes, and a message came in, and it filled me up with love and it said and I heard it and it said it's coming soon and then about two and a half days ago I closed my eyes to be in silence and I heard it again it's coming soon so I've been asking God to bring in a relationship for me with a man and also for more abundance to come in so I can go traveling and pay off my bills and everything and I wanted to know what you were picking up please Uh, what am I picking up about that specific message that you received Yes, please. Right. So it's coming soon. So coming and soon are pretty easy, right? We know what that means, right? But what's the it yeah. do you feel? I don't when you I were no in idea. that. Well, well, no, yes, you do. Yes, you do. We're, we're going to get that there. So it's coming soon. Is it a person? Is it a, a part of your life contract? What, what do you feel the it is? Well, I felt a lot of love in my heart. All right, that's I, good. You felt yeah. a lot of great loving chakra. So do you feel yeah. like it's loving as in a, an individualized person, or do you feel like it's loving for for uh, whatever it is, what it is sort of thing? Well, I'm hoping that it's for, you know, the love of my life coming in for me. Well, we like that idea, and I do feel like that's coming. I do feel like for you that will be showing up, all right? So you can relax and breathe. Remember to keep breathing, always important, right? Uh, but but I got a slightly different thing off of it, if that's all right. May I share that, what I got? Yes, please. It's coming soon is, is you being in alignment with your higher self, Okay. if that makes sense. It's more you merging with yourself. It's coming soon, but it's more like uh, you will know exactly what you need to do, exactly what moves to make, because you will be more in alignment with yourself. And when that happens, when you're being fully you, fully you, fully on, right, then that loving partner has to show up because then you're in alignment with yourself. If you're in alignment with yourself, then the partner's in alignment with that. Do you follow that? Yeah. And that's what that's about, which is quite lovely because a lot of that's happening for a lot of people on the planet right now. They're getting a lot, either they're getting farther away from themselves or they're getting much, much closer to themselves. And those on this path, on the spiritual path, whether that's, you know, you follow Muhammad or you follow Jesus or you're metaphysical, it doesn't matter. But if you're more in alignment with your own walk with God, the way you do it, then people are getting, where they're merging more with their higher selves, which is really quite lovely. So they all of a sudden know exactly what it is that they need to do. A lot of these young ones you see are already coming in that way. I love these 12, 13, 14-year-old people that know their mind and are changing the world so young. Have you noticed any of them? They're quite lovely. I like that idea. Yeah, I could see that happening with the younger generation. There's some really interesting things going on. You know, there's a young boy that created an app for people in wheelchairs, and he's like 12. 
you know. There's, there's all this innovation coming from these incredibly young people. I'm sure if you Google it, you can find some stories on it. Oh. It's been quite fun from my perspective to watch that. You know, that they know who they are early on. Like, they've got it figured out really young. Whereas, you know, yeah. people, uh, Stephanie's in her 50s. Like, she maybe didn't figure it out till her mid-30s or something. They're figuring it out at 14. How great is that? That's great. Yeah. So a lot of these kids, they really know that mind. And if you talk to their parents, they'll say, oh, they've been an adult since they were five. You know, that's the kind of response you get. Because they, they know their mission. They know they've come in at this crucial time on the planet when the planet needs so much help to get back right. And so they know what they're here for, which is quite lovely. You know? But you're doing great. You're on the right path. Any other question for me before we move on? You get another um, question if you want one. I wanted to know about traveling because I did a lot of traveling in my younger years. I went to different countries. I lived with Indian tribes, and I'm missing that. So, yeah, I want to be able to travel again. I'm on a limited um, income from Social Security, so it's not going to come from that. That's All right. Um, there's lots of ways to travel for free. There's lots of different things depending on uh, how old are you, dear? I, I'm 64. All right. Well, if you you know if you're in are you in pretty good shape or so so? Oh no, I'm in real good shape. You're in real good shape. So you know things like you can volunteer on an organic farm and stay for free, and there's all sorts of uh, jobs that uh, you can go and volunteer and teach English in some other country. I mean, there's lots of ways you can do it without having uh, to spend money. Stephanie has a client that did exchange. She's a she wanted to go to Morocco, and she'd always wanted to go to Morocco, but she had no money. And so she applied to the English teaching program, and she's been teaching English to Moroccans for eight years. She fell in love with Morocco. She's never left. She's been there now eight years. You see what I'm saying? So there are ways to do it where you don't have to have the money in your pocket, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you just have to look into what would you be willing to do, what could you be in alignment to offer someone, you know, uh, if you wanted to do that, or maybe even... Uh, you know, there's always, like, I don't think you probably want to do couch surfing or anything like that, but there's Airbnb and there's cheap hotels on Priceline. you just got to get really clear with yourself, like, of the places I have not yet been, where would I like to go? You know, do you know that? Have you got that part figured out? Yes. Well, what's number one? Where do you want to go you haven't been yet? I'd like to go to um, Thailand. Thailand? Oh, well, it's very cheap over there to live over there. It doesn't cost much at all. So maybe you find a meet-up group of people that are expats or people that travel a lot, you know, and get involved maybe with an online group. I know. Oh, you need the World Towners. That's who you need. So there's a YouTube channel called World Towning, right? And it's this family, really adorable family, and they travel the world with their two children, and they have lots of great tips and, and talk about how to travel inexpensively and things like that. You'd find them fun. Oh, okay. I'll check that out. And there's other, I'm sure there's other interesting ones, but they're really fun to follow. You'd enjoy that. Well, you're just such a lovely spirit, so I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And you too. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so that is interesting. You know, you're right. Many times we have the desire, but it's not really clear. Yeah, you you have to get the clarity first, and and the world and the universe will start to spin your direction if you if you get really clear on your intention, what it is you would like to have happen. Uh, it doesn't always 
happen and, and you can't feel bad if it doesn't. I feel like one of the problems with a lot of the metaphysical community is people feel bad if they throw all their energy into it and said, but I did everything I could and it didn't happen. Well, if it did not happen, it was just simply not in alignment with God's source for it to happen. Don't take it personally if you follow me, right? Not every time it happens. But sometimes a lot of amazing miracles can happen, right? If mm-hmm. one puts a lot of energy into it. And years and years ago, there was a man, I think, I forget, I forget which book. Uh, give me a second here. Maybe it was Norman Vincent Peale or one of those. Oh, the man that did... Uh, well, anyway, the man had a son that was deaf. He couldn't hear at all. He, he was born with no ears. He had no ears at all, right? Mm-hmm. But he started working on that child and having intentions. And within like 10 or 15 years, the boy learned how to hear without ears. It was the only case ever recorded. But the father had tremendous willpower, right? So that shows you how you can shift it and create it. Uh, And we have to get beyond our own disbelief because that will block things, right? That can block your ability to create if you don't really believe it full on, right? Sometimes if you believe it full on, then it happens, you're surprised. Like, oh, my God, it really happened. Look at that. (laughs) And if you don't pigeonhole it, you don't want to put it in a box, Right? You don't want to say, I need $5,000 by the end of the year. You say, I would like the abundance so that I can take this trip to go where I would like to go to Morocco, you know, like that. And then it shows up in unexpected ways sometimes. But if you limit it and you put it in too small of a box, then it can't create. You've got to leave it kind of more open. Does that help? Excellent. Do we have any other callers hanging out today? Yeah, we're going to go to New Jersey, and we're going to bring Laura to the show. Hi. Hello, Laura in New Jersey. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. You know, a lot going on, and we are doing our best to help in every way we can. So I'm so glad I have time today to talk to you, dear. I am, too. Thank you. You're welcome. What questions uh, have you got? Uh, I was. I'm trying to decide where I should move, and especially around career, and making a physical move. All right. And have you got an idea of where you would like to go? Like which state you would like to go? I thought somewhere in the Carolinas or possibly Florida. All right. Now. What's the big drawback? I mean, have you got, like, have you sat down on paper and pen and written it all out and figured out what feels energetically in alignment with who you are the best? You're definitely not, New Jersey's pushing you out. You can't stay there, obviously. Like, it's not meant for you to be there anymore. And you know that. Like, that's obvious. Uh, Florida, which can be chaotic. The energies down there can be a bit chaotic right now. Which part of Florida? Uh, I wasn't sure. I just, I, I was thinking more about uh, the cost of living and retirement, but for some reason, but I do, I do like the thought more of North or South Carolina. South Carolina is going to be your most inexpensive option because the prices are cheap there, and they are starting to build things up there. Florida is pretty pricey, no matter where you go. Uh, you're going to have a really hard time in Florida. And Florida has really stringent rules now. They've they've had so many transients, people coming in and out. You have to have, like, all kinds of permissions to even get an apartment. You've got to have, you know, know, you've got to really prove that you've got enough money to live in Florida. They just have made it hard. Let's put it simply, they make it hard. 
Um, oh. South Carolina is very opening. They really would like a lot of people. North Carolina, if you're looking for more metaphysical people, I would lean more towards North Carolina because there's just such large metaphysical communities in Raleigh and Cary and Greensboro and and all that area has a lot going on. In South Carolina, I'm not familiar as much. I mean, it's it'd be a little bit like going into the Wild West if you're talking about looking for metaphysical people down there, but I'm sure they have some things going on there. So it really depends on what's your number one, two, and three criteria. Okay. So you finance that, finances that, is big for you. Finances is really big. Yes, yeah. definitely. Definitely. And, and uh, uh, weather, you know, South Carolina will be a little bit less winter. North Carolina will have a little bit more. But for you, it'll seem less no matter where you end up because you're used to New Jersey. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I so as far as job, do you have a job lead anywhere for any of that? No, not yet. All right. And, and, and who's moving? Is it going to be you by yourself or the others to consider as well? It's just me. Just you. Interesting. All right. So it might do good to to play a game that I've had others do before. We'll have you play the game. You ready to play a fun game? Sure. <laughs> All right. So pick three cities, like one in North Carolina, one in South Carolina, and then one in Florida, right? And it's a nine-day project, right? So let's say you picked Raleigh and Myrtle Beach and you, and you picked Orlando, let's say. Then for the, yeah. like the next three days, starting with tomorrow, you say to the universe, to God's source, please send me signs today about Orlando, the next three days. And you just look. And maybe you're in the store and you hear a woman talking to a child, oh, yes, we just got back from Disney World. We had the best time ever. You know? So you're like, okay, that's one, right? Because that way you can see are there energies leaning towards one direction or another, Right? If you end up at the end of the nine days and it's neutral, you didn't get any messages about any of the nine cities, then it's totally sort of your call, right? But if you get, let's say you, that you hear the word South Carolina or Myrtle Beach, you hear that, let's say, in the next nine days, you hear that like seven times, you'll be like, okay, got it, South Carolina, you know? Okay. Does that sound interesting? Okay. Yeah, it definitely does, because I do get signs when I ask, so I will it, do it, that. It, Stephanie does that, too. Um, so she recently went and spent three months in Florida, well, two months in Florida, and she had planned on moving down there, right, was her plan. And the signs were very solid that she needed to do the trip, and she did do the trip. But then the energy shifted incredibly quickly, and she realized she needed to still live in North Carolina and just maybe do the winters in Florida, for her, in her case, because she's got her children here and her grandsons here and all that sort of thing. And she realized, no, this isn't going to exactly work. But she's still very glad she did the trip and she followed guidance and she went and did the trip. So sometimes going to do the trip means that it leads you to where to some other thing where you need to be, not necessarily that that's the end point. That can happen too, you know. So if oh, you have yes. not done your scouting well, trip, you might want to do a scouting trip to all the locations, see which one you like. I will. I will definitely do that. i got all some right. nice long weekends coming up. Thank you yeah, so much. Just see, all right, which ones do I want to check out? And, and you'll be all right. You'll find the right spot. Because definitely, uh, if you stay in New Jersey, that energetically, that you will not like it. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it not that's be definitely how I feel. Yeah, it's not it, the right it, place it, yeah, definitely time to go somewhere else. So I hope that was helpful to you. It was. Thank you very right. much. 
You're welcome. Thank you, Laura. Bye-bye. And um, I, uh, we were talking, Stephanie and I, before the show exactly about that, about moving, no moving. And personally, we are also in that spot and where everything showed that we were moving, then everything went into neutral now there's everything into we don't know, and I don't know because ever since the beginning, personally, it's like oh, we're moving. Okay, well, okay, um, okay, yeah, probably it's better. And now it's like we're not. Okay, so we're staying. Hmm, I don't know. I wanted to move. Well. Is this the best? So how do we deal with that, and how do we know? How can we get more clarity in that? Well, there's a high, there's a high level of uncertainty. Like every day you have a different message. Uh, uh, well, it, but because, all right, so it's going to be a long answer, but we'll go there anyway. All right, okay. so it's, it's a time of great uncertainty in the planet. Yes. And there's a lot of time shifting happening, and you have the conscious intention of all the people and beings involved in the planets of the project. So you've got more than the 8 billion souls that you're aware of. You have the beings that live underground. You have the beings that live in the ocean. You have the ETs involved in this process as well. So you're talking about billions and billions of minds all co-creating at the same time, right? <laughs> and those co-creations, it's, it has to do with something called complex systems. So the more complex the systems, the more variability you can get because you make a decision that affects another person that affects another person and so on, right? So that's if if it's if the energies are not solid about the move or the, the the direction, then you check the energies and say, well, maybe it's not right now, maybe I need to wait, maybe it's later or maybe it's not going to be at all, right? Now, if I check for you personally, Claudia, I get a big wait. I don't get a mm-hmm. never. I don't get that, but I do get that there's a timing factor involved. And, that, and that there is a big weight in your case. So so what would be holding you here, do you think, that you might need to wait three months, six months, something like that, that would really hold you for for a bit? I'm thinking, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm listening. That's fine. And you don't have to say it out loud right now. You can think later. But there's a, there's literally, I really, it's like someone has grabbed the back of your shirt, Claudia, and they're not going to let go. <laughs> That's what it feels yeah. like. It's a huge weight. It's a universal weight, right? So, for example, if you have a grandchild that maybe needs just a little bit more grandmothering, for example, something like that, it feels very family-oriented. It's got a family-oriented signature when I look at it. So to get free of that, you've got to figure out, okay, which family member is it? Who is it that's holding that, that back. One time Stephanie went to, to a house that would not sell no matter what the family did, and they had a teenage daughter that was 16. And they wanted Stephanie to clear the house. And Stephanie showed up at the house, and she said, who is it that does not want to move from this house? And they were instantly, the parents were like, well, our daughter doesn't want to move. And she's like, this house will never sell until you can change the hearts and minds of that 16-year-old because her energy was so intense, there was no way that house was going to sell, right? Mm-hmm. So in your case, you just got to look at which family member whether consciously or unconsciously, still needs something from 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 mother or from. You get what I'm saying. It it it. In my case, it would be that home family member does not need something from mother because no moving means being away from those from them from my children. Staying here. Does that mean you're going to be moving away from them or moving towards them? 
two of them. You're moving two of them. All right. Yeah, so so, so, so then you have to flip. Then you flip the question, which is, what is it that the child needs to get organized before you show up? Then then you flip it. Then, then you flip the. It's the flip. Then it, then the question flips to. I'm not quite ready for her yet. I've got to get this thing in place first. It's like that. Okay. Get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that would be a, a great conversation to say, hey, you know, how are things going in your life right now? And would the timing be better for you personally if I show up, you know, six months down the road or a year down the road? And you read energy great, Claudia. You'd be able to read the resistance of the person. You'd be like, if they'd be like, you know, Oh no, it's fine. It's really, it's really fine. It's totally fine. It's absolutely fine, mother. I'm fine. <laughs> then you'd know. Okay, something is going on. They're not quite ready. You know, it could be as small as the house isn't clean. That that maybe you know, they they have a, a health issue they don't want to share with you yet, or something like that. You know what I mean? It's children are interesting. You know, they get ideas in their heads of things that they think if their parent knows about it, they they might be upset about it or something. And and then the parents aren't even. You know. That sort of thing. You know. Does that make sense? Yeah, now I have to think about that and, and feel I know, about you've got it. to think about it. Mm-hmm. And pay attention That's to that because you're right because sometimes what people say and what they really feel is very different. Right. And sometimes it's, it, it isn't that they don't want you there. They, maybe they really want you there, but they're just... They're not, they need to fix something before you arrive, sort of thing. So energetically, there's this energy of wait, please wait, you know, that sort of thing. So if it's not anything here at this end holding you, then it's a, then it's a pushing energy from there, right? Now, do you have a house to sell? Do you have to sell your home or anything like no. that? No. Well, no. One of the things that... It's my anchor is that I depend on Hector's on Hector's job, so it's more of All his right. job that is holding everything. I got you. And is his job here or there? Well, that's the thing is that it's there, but it could be here because it's not really clear where he's going to be at the at the end. But the company that he's going to be working for is in in Charlotte. But the people that he's going to be assigned to might be every anywhere. Or I, that has that is not clear. That's he's going not to be clear. consulting for something for someone else. But the, All right. the main. So, so, then, so then this is up to Hector to deal with. So I'm going to explain to you how to give Hector some homework to do. All right, you ready to give Hector some homework? Okay. All right, so this is what he has to do. He first has to decide which one does he want of the options. And then you want to go out, and he needs to envision the future he wants to land into, because from where you are right now, there's there's the potential universe where you live in Charlotte, and there's the potential universe you stay where you are, right? Mm -hmm. And he needs to, because the company's not clear, it means that it's not set yet, which means he has great ability to affect it. Mm-hmm. So he first has to decide, and then he needs to go out every day and envision the outcome he wants. And Stephanie's had many clients do this very successfully, and then they end up with it, the the outcome they choose. If you're wishy-washy, then other creators will create whichever reality that 
fits them and he'll just land in whichever one that they created. Right. So the way it works in the universe is that creation always goes to the most powerful creator in the room. Always. That's law of the universe. You're not going to get around that. So Stephanie's ex-husband, bless his heart, he is an outrageously powerful creator, right? And so back when the boys were small, one of his sons used to play tournament basketball, right? And he found out that every time he told his dad about a game, they would lose. And every time he didn't tell his dad about a game, they would win. So he stopped telling his dad about the games, and they made it all the way to the championship. Because his dad was a was the type of creator that would create negatively. Like, he would be afraid they wouldn't win, and they didn't win, you see. You follow that. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to watch creator patterns. So right now, Hector needs to shift to being the most powerful creator in that company to land where he chooses. Otherwise, someone else in that company whose creative pattern is bigger than his will out-create him on it, if you follow me. I do. So now, got- that, you know what's the problem now? How how do you share that information without um with that that it would be lovingly received by someone else? Well, well you say that, that you that, know that's you, difficult. You, right, I understand that. So the way you, that's a very important and wise way you phrase that. Uh, and first, you've got to have that conversation with him and say, where would you like to be, and get him to tell you. Do you think he would tell you where he would like to be? I think he he always tries to be like, oh, I don't care. This would be, yeah, I I don't right. know. I don't know. Right. I think he will be very so, happy so, so that's a great this. So that's, that's a fun question is that you can say, you know, today I had this lovely session with Aria on the line and we were talking about the power of creation, you know, and how mm-hmm. having a clearer intention really helps you create better and, and how that, the power of creation goes to the most powerful creator in the room, you know. Uh, and then maybe have that conversation, uh, not not leading him one way or the other about the locations, nothing like that, but saying in this situation of moving or staying in your job, you know, it, where is your preference? And I love that word. That's my favorite word, preference. It's such a beautiful mm-hmm. word. Because you're allowing him to choose. You're saying, you know, what is your preference, you know. Now, for someone... That says, well, I don't care, dear, we'll do whatever you want. No, they do care. They always care, right? I, it's just that he's he's gotten used to being very loving and, and giving, and, and that's just part of the nature for that person. But say, you know, if, you know, if, if, if I want a part of that equation or if, if the children want a part of that equation, if it was just you all by yourself, what would you pick? If you can sort of clear out the pressure for him, then you'll get to the true answer, right? And then you deal with whatever that is. Because otherwise what will happen is the decision will be made by others. It won't be made by his energy at all. It'll just be uh, you. he's been blown whichever way the winds are blowing, if you follow me. Mm-hmm. But right now, because the energies are not set, they're very, if I checked, they're very wavery on that whole thing. It really could land anywhere. So there's still lots of time that you can affect that. You know, And, and Stephanie's done it in her own life before, with positive results, and she's had clients do it as well with positive results. You go out and envision the future you want, right? And uh, you get solid on it. Or even sometimes what will happen is you'll go out to envision it, right? And you'll say, like, let's look at Stephanie. She really thought Florida was going to work, and it didn't. 
And so she envisioned the trip, and she's down there, and then she realized, like, halfway through the trip, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. It's not, it's not the place I remembered. It's not the way I thought it would be, right? And so it shifted. In the middle of her creation, it shifted. How she felt about it shifted, right? And that's where you do what I call following the energy. You always want to follow the energy. Where is the energy going, and where is the energy leaving, right? Mm-hmm. How many people ride a horse right now on horseback to work every day? Not very many, Someone right? Yes, yeah. somewhere in the world, but, I believe we're not here. Right, but but the point is that over time we, we decided that automobiles and cars were, were a better creation and that we liked that, right? But now we're using up all the oil and the fossil fuels, so who knows what the next mode of transportation might be or what we use mm-hmm. to fuel it, right? So it has to do with the energy left that mode of transportation where we were doing horse and buggy in the United States. Okay, let's just use the United States as an example. We don't do that anymore. And the energy is going somewhere else. Right now in our society, you're big, big uh, artificial intelligence headed that way, big computer systems, big uh, corporation organizational system. I mean, that's where all of you are right now, right? And that's where a lot of the energy is going. And a lot of people are back to nature and into eating healthy and things like that. So you have to watch Where's the energy leaving and where's the energy going, right? You know, junk food may not last long if people begin to realize so many people are dying from it and things like that. And corporations then will start to change their products to be healthier because they want to sell to what people want to buy. But people always lead the process. It's always people that initiate the initial changes. It just takes time for it to show up in the collective. It takes time for things to shift because... You can't just shift it overnight. It takes time because you're on a 3D planet. Well, not really 3D anymore, but you're, you're, you're moving out of this dimensional time frame to where you're going to be able to create much more easier than before because you can create interdimensionally as well. And you have more power than you think you've got. Isn't it a fun time to be here? It is. It is actually a very fun time. And... Um, and, and, you know, one of the challenges that we have is that when we are able to have a bigger consciousness of who we are, we also are now, um, like, all of these endless possibilities, as, at the same way that it feels so freedom, it also feels like, okay, and what do I do with all of this? And how do I put things together? Because there are so much things so many things in our lives that are not part of the reality anymore, and we keep trying to bring that in, and and it's not working. No, and, and it's uh, the old systems are going to fall away. You know, the, how do you get rid of a broken system? It becomes obsolete. That's how. So your educational system will never get repaired. Long term, what's going to happen is a new system will replace it. It may be that. All of a sudden, everyone's like, well, I'll just be an online student and hire my own teacher. And before you know it, then the system falls apart and people don't want to be in a public school system anymore. And maybe a whole new way of educating comes out where it's online or people are doing it at their homes and things like that. But it isn't because we said, oh, we're going to get rid of the public education system. It's just because the system becomes obsolete. Mm -hmm. It's no longer functional. Then a new system will emerge on top of that or out of that. Right. Uh, and that'll be an inter- that process is already starting. There's a lot of free colleges being offered. There's a lot of free classes online. 
Um, there's some countries that offer completely free college. So that's already started. So a lot of times it's just people aren't aware because there's t- what you have right now is way too much information thrown at you, right? Mm-hmm. How much information do you have to sort every day? Everybody, right? So that's why another reason to get really laser-focused on your own creations or you're going to get caught up in the collective. How easy is it to just post you know, post things on Facebook or just talk to your Facebook friends for an hour and not even realize a whole hour went by, right? Exactly. You get what I'm saying, right? So, so you've got mm-hmm. to be uh, paying attention to your time, you know, and, and how do you fit your time, how do you have your life and your time fit together, right? And right now, everyone's under pressure to evolve, everybody. Everyone's consciousness is evolving right now. And so in different varying ways, whether it's work or family or or love life or whatever it is, people are finding challenges that they are being forced to grow, whether they want to or not. A lot of people, it's been health challenges for a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it's definitely a time. But if you can sort of grab the driver's seat, then you're going to be all right. You can't let other people drive you around. You've got to get really clear on, oh, wait a second. I don't have to believe the way the collective believes. I know that the way I work works best for me. And that's when you can see real magic start to happen. People make huge changes in their lives. And you're seeing that more and more across the board. People dropping 100 pounds and having a whole new perspective on life and saying, I don't even quite know how that happened. I'm not even quite sure what happened. And so it's it's interesting to see how souls are choosing to evolve. It's really a lot of fun from my perspective. Yeah, I'm sure No, we are almost getting to the end of the show. So I want to thank you because at the end um, you answer a lot of my own questions. And thank you, Adia. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome very much. I'm going to bring Stephanie back, all right? Okay. So with that, I already bid you a temporary and fond farewell. Reunion, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's my grandson, Ian. <laughs> so, Well, did you like the information? Yeah, and I I even got uh, homework <laughs> to do with, well, with good Hector. For you. So poor Hector, he wasn't even here, and now I'm gonna have to. Uh, yeah. Well, you'll have to, let, have have to let me know how it, how it, you'll have to let me know how it turns out. I'll yeah I'll I'll let you know and let me just ring Karen to say hi goodbye because she's still here. Karen, are you here? Okay. Yeah, I am. I was listening. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show today, Karen. It was a good one. She hopes you liked it. No, I did. I really liked it. Just reiterated, maybe the person who said she didn't know where she wanted to move to should look at Oak Island. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's an awesome place to be. Definitely, I love it. Yeah, well, thank you, everybody. All right, well, you have a great day. If you want to get in touch with Stephanie Messenger, it's, it's intuitivewisdomtoday.com. And do you have a, a Gmail and that you, they can? It's, it, it's, it's intuitivewisdom at Gmail. Intuitivewisdom at Gmail. Okay. So thank you again for being here. Thank you, Stephanie. Have a lovely weekend. Okay. You too. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. And we will have Stephanie back in June, and she's coming back in June 21st.
So her shows are pretty much at the same time of the solstice and equinox. So very promising time to have her back. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Enjoy your weekend. Goodbye.